With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Yarn Thing Podcast with Marley Bird. I'm your host, Marley Bird. You can catch the Yarn Thing Podcast live every Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock Mountain Time. That's 12 o'clock on the East Coast, 9 o'clock on the West Coast, and 11 o'clock in the Midwest. If you are anywhere else in the world and would like to join us live for the broadcast, please Google what time 10 o'clock Mountain Time is for you. I do live in Denver, Colorado, and come and join the fun. Along with the live broadcast, we do a Facebook Live over on the Marley Bird Facebook page. And so if you want to be a part of that, I would love to have you over there. That's actually where all the chat is happening from now on. Uh, We stopped doing the Blog Talk Radio chat rooms because it was too hard to maintain both at the same time. So we have all the chat happening on Facebook Live, and it's good. So if you want to join the real-time chat, you can do that. Or if later on you want to see the funny faces I'm making or whatever it may be, (laughs) you can join me over here on Facebook Live. And it's just the Marley Bird Facebook page. So just um, facebook.com forward slash Marley Bird. Oh my gosh. Um, So obviously today is not Tuesday. It's actually Friday the 13th. And that's because this Tuesday, this previous Tuesday, I was having horrible issues with my internet. And you guys know over the last couple of weeks of the podcast, it's been horrendous as far as connections and all this stuff going on between Blog Talk Radio and Comcast. So when uh, I couldn't even get online on Tuesday except for my phone, and I didn't want to have like such horrible sound quality. So I decided, uh, you know, I'm just going to have to postpone the show and pray to God that the guest could uh, do it at a later date. And thank goodness she could. So uh, she is here with me today. Before we jump in with Sorella, I am going to say thank you to our sponsors, Buffalo Wool Company, Creative Bug, Erin Lane Bags, Craftsy.com, Stitches.Events, and Red Heart Yarns, where I'm the proud national spokesperson. You can learn more about the sponsors by visiting MarleyBird.com and clicking on the sponsor drop-down menu at the top of the page, and there's a direct link to each one. You can go by and say hello, and thank you for supporting one of your favorite podcasts. All right, so Rella, I am excited about today's guest because, hey, girlfriend, because I actually don't know very much about her. I was just telling her beforehand. uh, I was like, Ashley, I'm going to absolutely be honest. I don't know too much about you, so I'm super thrilled about today's chat because I feel like it's it's a chance for us to make a new friend, right? It's like it's a first date. So you guys on Facebook and in podcast land are literally listening to the first date between two people. So go ahead, grab your knitting or crochet and a cup of coffee or, you know, your whiskey, meats, whatever you want to do. And uh, let's learn more about Ashley Kaiser and uh, Sorella.com, which I am I'm so excited about. So, Ashley, thanks for joining me today. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the podcast. 
thrilled. And I know Caitlin is beyond thrilled. She was like, I can't wait for a Tuesday show. This was, you know, last Monday when we were talking. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's really exciting to have you here. It's really exciting to have you here. So, I mean, just like any first date, usually you sit down, you're like, so what do you do? And, you know, tell me more <laughs> about yourself. And we're going to kind of go through the same, the same process. So obviously you're into crochet and you have a cool blog and you do a bunch of other things. But why don't we, you know, since I already know that part, usually the general question I get after people are like, you're a crochet designer? Or you're, and I'm like, yeah. They're like, how did you get into that? And so I'm going to ask you the same thing. How did you get into doing what you do? Yeah, definitely. Well, um, I'm, I just turned 23 years old. So I get the why question. And I also get the, <laughs> oh, my gosh, you've seen yarn before at your age kind of question. So people yeah. are always shocked by what I do and why I do it because I'm, you know, so very, young. very young baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, I used to get the same thing. I started when I was 20 and in college I would go around and I'd get yeah. to class early. And before class started, I would sit and crochet and people would always make that comment. What are you, a grandma? And I'm like, seriously, get mm-hmm. over, over yourself. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's nice okay, to know well, nothing has nothing changed. Has changed. <laughs> yeah, nothing's changed at all because I get called grandma all the time affectionately, and I'm happy to be called grandma. I'm yeah, I take it you know all day, but yeah. So I started crocheting about four years ago, um, and I took it on because my great grandmother was um, sadly passing away, and she was kind of the crafty matriarch of my big huge family and she did a lot of she was mostly a seamstress and I mean she like made wedding dresses she was just crazy into sewing but she also did you know cross stitch and all these different little crafts and I don't think she ever got into crochet but she just had that air about her where she just everything in the craft store she did it so when she was um sadly starting to pass I knew that I wanted to pick up something um, along those lines and try to carry it on. And I never expected to stick with it or for it to turn into any of this at all. Um, but I just kind of wandered into the craft store and I was like, I'm, I'm going to pick something and we're going to try it. And at first I picked up a pair of knitting needles and a ball of yarn and I could not knit. I tried for a couple of months and it was just, I can knit now, but trying to learn a yarn craft And starting with knitting, for me, it just didn't click. Um, And then, so in the middle of me struggling with knitting, I actually went on a vacation. And while I was on vacation, I was sitting by the pool trying to knit very frustratedly. And there was a sweet older woman sitting next to me at the pool, and she was knitting. And she starts asking me about, and I don't, no one else in this whole area was knitting. It was not like a knit pool club. So I don't even, I think it was just some, like, strange universe you know pushing me in the right direction but she was knitting next to me and she was asking me what I was making and she could tell I was frustrated and not really doing well and she said that I should try crochet she was like you know it's similar but different and that might click with you better and then you can come back to knitting and try again so I was like okay that that sounds doable I already have my yarn I just need to you know go get a hook and And once I tried crochet it was like I knew how to do it for my whole life it just was so you know, it was so easy to learn for me compared to knitting. And I just, it felt like I was doing something I was supposed to be doing. And so I haven't stopped since then. And eventually it turned into, well, I'm going to put what I make on the internet because I'm making all of it anyway. And why can't I, you know, snap a picture and put it online and 
then that turned into a full-on business, and it's just snowballed from there. Isn't that crazy how things work like that? That is so fantastic. I love, I love mm-hmm. your story because there are so many parallels to my own, and it's, it's, it's fabulous, absolutely fabulous. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's amazing. So you're, you're a millennial. We, my friends and I always say that, uh, whenever we need more computer work done or social media work done, we're like, we got to find a millennial. So it makes Mm -hmm. so much sense that here you are. And, you know, it, it, uh, obviously you learned to crochet. It's like, well, of course you're going to put it online. Of course you're going to start posting about it. So you're like, you're such a step ahead of so many of us seasoned designers, who, I mean, at least I'm lucky enough, I ventured into this whole career when social media stuff was kind of just starting. But um, mm-hmm. you're full in the thick of it. I mean, you grew up with it. Um, and so right. when you jumped in, you know, because there are so many people who thought, well, where where do I start? Do I start with the blog? Do I start with a Facebook page? Do I start with a Facebook group? Do I start with Twitter? Do I start with Instagram? Do I start, like, where do I start? So if I were somebody maybe even just your age and they're just like oh my gosh I love what you're doing I have the same passion for my craft that you do you know where did you start how did you decide that was the direction you were going to go well for me so you know I learned to crochet and then fast forward a year or two and now I'm crocheting all the time Um, and then I was in my junior year of college and crocheting for fun and then I got pregnant Um, and I've been with my fiance for many, many years and, um, was so excited to have a baby, especially, you know, being young and energetic and all of that. And so it was a great, wonderful surprise. I was so excited, but I was like, I want to make everything. I want to make baby booties in every color and baby blankets in every color. And I was just like, it gave me this like fiery, you know, maker inspiration. So I started just making things like there was no tomorrow. And I went on maternity leave from my little coffee shop job super early because I have some uh, back problems where I couldn't stand on my feet and all of that jazz. So I was, I found myself sitting at home and still, you know, studying my schoolwork and all that and crocheting a lot. And so for me, I started out with a blog because I wanted to have sort of an online diary, which is I think what blogging started out as you know, several, several years ago is kind of an online diary kind of forum. Um, And so I kind of went that route because I wanted to have this like list of posts that I could look back on when my son is going off to college and I'm crying all day, you know, Um, (laughs) and I can, I wanted to be able to look back at (laughs) being, you get it, (laughs) being, um, being pregnant and, you know, all these things I was making and be able to post little pictures of them. And then I started getting, you know, one or two people that would say like, oh, how did you make that? Um, And so I was like, well, maybe I should, you know, write up how I made it or post where I got the pattern or any of that. And so I started making my, making up my own patterns as I went along. And it kind of, I started the blog and then I started crochet designing almost kind of after that. I wasn't like a designer that was like, I'm going to do a blog and I'm going to do Facebook and I'm, you know, it was not planned like that at all. It was almost kind of an online diary. And now it's, you know, as I went along and more and more people ask questions and I, you know, I was like, well, I'll share this on Facebook. Cause I, you know, I'm proud of it. And then someone would share it with their friend and, you know, that kind of thing happened. And then I created Instagram and Facebook to go along with my blog so I could keep, you know, sharing these pictures I was taking. And now that I was creating my own designs kind of trying to get that out in the world 
And at that point, I was kind of like, people seem to be interested in this. And wouldn't it be neat if after I had the baby, I was able to stay home with him and just crochet all day. And it's a business like that would be incredible. So I kind of tried to put a little bit more effort in those areas once I got a little, there was a little bit of interest in the blog. And so I tried to research and look at, you know, other bloggers within crochet and all different kinds of areas and look at how they market their content and try and start looking at it more as like a business rather than a diary. And so once I started doing all of that research, I was like, this is kind of what I'm already doing. I just need to share it in these other areas a little bit more and, you know, try and get it to a few more people. And then, you know, every time I posted and shared, I learned something new about how I need to do it the next time. And it just kept going and going. And now I have a business. I love that. I love that. One of the things I really like about your blog is um, because there are so many people who want to try things like this out. And one of the other questions is, so it's usually, so what do you do? And I'm a crochet designer. I'm a knitwear designer. Really? How did you learn to do that? And then they ask that. And then usually the next question is, you can actually make money doing that. And it's inevitable. Mm -hmm. Like it's, those are the three questions. And I'm just like, well, yeah, I mean, it's not easy. I have to work hard at it, just like any job you do. And one of the things that you've done is you, you give reports on your blog of, you know, hey, here's, here's kind of what's going on. And I love, like, I'm, I was reading through your September 2017 report. And I'm just like, this is fascinating because you literally broke it down exactly where your income comes in. And what's cool about it is, people could actually say, oh, you really can do this. So what gave you the, um, the idea to put this information out there? Because I'm going to be completely honest. There are so many people who hoard this information to themselves and will not share it. Um, I mean, I'm all for giving out information to everybody so that everybody kind of understands what we're all dealing with. And I feel like the whole rising tide lifts all boats sort of thing. And I love that. I feel like you're doing that. So what gave you the idea to kind of put it out there in the open of, Hey, I'm doing it and here's how. Um, I definitely got that question you were talking about a lot where people are like, Oh, but you know, you can make money doing that crochet designing. And I think that because crochet designing is not, you know, being a nurse, it's not something that people think of as a, a job that's realistic for the average Joe. And that coupled with my age, I think that a lot of, folks were kind of like, oh, you, but that's not a serious job. That's not a career. You know, you're going to go back to school and do something else, right? Or you're going to, you know, go over here and do something different that's more legitimate. And so I felt the need after a little while and after my son was born and I was like, no, I'm going to stay home and keep doing this because I love it. It's my passion. It's, you know, my whole heart is in it and it seems to be working. So I'm going to stick with it. And I got a little bit of pushback and people were kind of, a little bit doubtful and I was I felt the need to put it all out there on the table instead of just sitting here and being like it's working I swear just trust me and I think part of it was proving to my parents honestly because I'm I'm still 23 and I still feel the need for them to give me the pat on the head I wanted to be like no look here is my whole uh, business itemized out and it's working I can do this like it's it's a career I promise and, I'm going to let uh, you know something. <laughs> I'm going to be 40 years old in three weeks, and I still go to my parents looking for accolades. Like, when something big happens to me, I'm like, 
mom, dad, look at what I'm doing. I mean, cause it, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. Like I totally, you, you remind me so much of myself. It's ridiculous. Like it's crazy listening <laughs> to you. Um, I love it, but I mean, you're doing it. You're doing such a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I just, I, I felt the need to do that. And then once I did, and at first my parents were like, Oh wait, but you put this on the internet. Why would you put all of your income on the internet? That, that's, that's risky. And I yeah. was like, what's risky about it? You know, you can look up the average salary of almost any job and, you know, be able to estimate what the guy who lives next door makes, you know, if you know what he does for a living. So it's kind of the same thing to me. Um, so I, and also looking at it from a, not just me and my parents perspective, but I was getting a lot of questions after, you know, I started to gain some traction and a bit of a social media following and all of that. I try to be as transparent as I can um, on social media and really be honest about what my life looks like, whether it's messy or it's, you know, looks perfect or, you know, I, I try to be as honest as I can because I feel like, especially with my generation, everything is so particularly portrayed on social media. And I just, philosophically in my life, I don't like that. I like showing the messy and the behind the scenes. And, you know, I think that that was part of it. And a lot of people were asking me, you know, how do I do what you do? I want to be a crochet blogger. I want to design or, you know, even just I'm interested in it. I'm thinking about it. How did you get started? How do I do what you do? And I felt like a piece of if I was going to try and teach people how to blog and how to design at all, even just sharing the, you know, couple of years experience I have, I felt that it was very helpful to share all of that information and where you can make money in this business. And I don't even, you know, have an income in all of the different areas that you can work in with crochet design, because there's a lot more to it. I think a lot of people realize, but I wanted to lay out, you know, my business and how it works and kind of show all the inner mechanics and just put it all out there, hoping that it would help somebody or, you know, cause there was a lot that I had to learn on my own because no one in our niche that I know of is sharing this information. And so I feel like when I started, it would have been very helpful to have. So knowing that people are trying to get going and are already looking at me as um, sort of a role model of some sort, I wanted to really be there for them and give them as much information and as much a leg up as I could. I love it. I think it's fantastic. And it's very, it's very smart. Like I said, you remind me so much of me. It's, it's, it's uncanny, actually. Uh, (laughs) So it's, it's really great. So here you are. And let's, let's talk this into so you know, people will ask you so you can make money doing this. And uh, then you ask how and all about the different avenues. You already alluded to the fact that you're you're working some of the different avenues or ways to make money, but not all of them. So let's talk about how you're making your money. Um, and specifically, I want to talk about how crocheters can uh, help you out with this because one of the th- ways you make money is by doing um, a really fun thing of where they can get yarn. So I want you to kind of work our way to um, the HYM. Yes, sure. So uh, my blog that we've talked about so far makes money mostly by, you know, two big ways is there's advertising and then there's sponsorship. And I think that most uh, crochet blogs that are out there and most that uh, our listeners have probably seen probably have some mixture of these two going on. Um, and, you know, 
because most of my patterns are, or all of my patterns are all free, we have to have some ads so that it compensates me for my time and so on and so forth. Um, but that ads are a really great way, just like watching TV, you know, you deal with the commercials and we don't love them, but because we love our show that we're watching, we deal with it. So that's kind of how the ads work. Um, and then there's sponsorship where I work with different companies and, you know, promote their products. And oftentimes it's yarn or notions and, the couple of partnerships that I have that are really great and solid that I uh, work with a lot are companies that I was using their products pretty religiously way before this was ever a thought. So it's really cool to be able to design for, uh, you know, a yarn company that I was picking up their yarn, one of my first, you know, balls of yarn I ever bought, and now I'm designing for them. So that's just really cool um, to experience. And it's a very, very unique and, a humbling feeling. But other than that, after I had my blog going for about a year and I had these couple of income streams happening um, through sponsors and ads and stuff like that, um, I knew I wanted to create some type of product. And my business all along has not been very product-based at all. I've never crocheted a hat and sold that hat um, just because i enjoy more making something new every time and sharing that and sharing the pattern. Um, so that's how my business has been structured up until this point. But I really wanted to be able to give the readers and the followers that I had something tangible um, and just kind of explore a new kind of corner of the industry. And so I decided to put together a monthly subscription box company. So basically what it is is it's called Happy Yarn Mail. And it is a box that comes to you every month, and it has an exclusive pattern that's always designed by me. And the pattern is not published on my blog or Ravelry or Etsy or anywhere else. I design it just for Happy Yarn Mail, and there it will stay. Um, and so you'll get the pattern. You'll get all of the materials to make it right down to if you need safety eyes, if you need polyfill, all of the yarn you need. Um, everything comes in the box. And there's always something extra, too. Um, that's kind of fun and that I've picked out just for the happy yarn mail people. So like last month, it was a really cute uh, mystery novel that was all about crochet and knitting. And it was the heroine of the novel was a crocheter, which was really cute. And in the past, we've done, you know, little custom printed mugs and little notion bags and all kinds of different things um, that are very useful and fun and a nice little surprise on top of the fun pattern. Um, and it's always a mystery, which is another thing that I really wanted to try and incorporate because I am the type that I love getting things in the mail. And with everything being online these days, you don't get things in the mail as often anymore. And I love getting something I didn't expect. So it's always a mystery when you buy the box at the beginning of the month, when it comes to you, you don't know what's in it, but it's always going to be somewhat beginner friendly. So it's not like a super advanced pattern that you won't know how to do. Um, but it's always just something fun and cute and hopefully something new that you haven't made before. So it's a lot of fun. I love, you know, seeing people's reactions when they open them, people will post, you know, a selfie or post a little video of them opening their box. And it's just so fun to see the excitement and all of the hype that goes along with ordering something and not quite knowing what it is, but knowing you'll love it anyway. Um, and it's just, it's such a fun experience. And I think that people have really enjoyed it so far. And I'm so happy that it's doing so well. I love it. I love that you're doing this. You know, 
Um, this part of your story reminds me of Stacy Chalk, who does fresh stitches and is one of my mm-hmm. very dear friends, and she's amazing. Um, and I say that to say you, you're going along a really good path. You are really um, – it's good to see somebody jumping into this industry and really treating it like a 100% business. And you're doing a really good job mm-hmm. at diversifying and giving, giving the people what they want, which is going to only um, beholding you in their heart. Right. Or is that the right way to say that? Like they're going to, they're going to love you. Mm-hmm. And they're going to come back to you. And, and, and all of that, it's, it's, it's a self, it's a circle that it can like start, I want to say self-funding itself, you know, because they're going to come look for you and get your pattern. And then, oh, they're going to get this yarn. And then they get this yarn. It's a mystery. Oh, what do they want to make with it? Oh, there's a pattern. You know what I mean? Like, this is really, this is very smart business move on your part. Um, I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you. That means so much. I definitely, I think that some of it has been watching way too many episodes of Shark Tank and (laughs) listening to everything that they, that they say. Um, and part of it is just, I've so far, I've pretty much just done been passionate about and left everything else behind and it's worked out for me. So I'm very, very blessed and very lucky that it's all led me down a successful path. But I mean, really it's, I've gone where the wind has taken me and tried to listen to myself and almost nobody else. And I think that we get caught up in everyone around us and expectations and all of that a lot of the time and it can pull us in a lot of directions but the thing that I always say and that I think uh, has helped me a lot is just to do what you want and leave the rest of it behind. I love that. I think it's great. I want to ask you a little bit about um, the ads on your blog because it's always uh, one of the questions I ask when I get a lot of the crochet or knitwear bloggers on the podcast, because um, believe it or not, there are still people who don't fully understand the way ads on blogs work, meaning they just think it's a free pattern. You know, what's, what's the big deal? I'm giving out this free pattern. Why do they have to go to your site? I printed it off for my knitting group. It's free, right? So um, mm-hmm. I want you, in your words, explain how um, like AdSense or AdThrive or all that, how does it work for you? And then I'm going to ask on a business side, how do you decide where your ad placement is going to go or what gets actual ad placement on your page, because it has to be worth the, I mean, it, it's, it's real estate, right? It's real estate on your, your blog uh, as things go. So I know those are two, two questions coupled together, but I think you can tackle it. I think you're smart enough to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So ad basically it's like I said, like watching TV, you know, it's free content from, I mean, we're going to forget about cable providers for a minute. You know, it's like watching TV and you get your free content. You sit down and you watch your show every week and you know, there's going to be commercials, but we all just kind of go into it expecting that. Um, But on my website in particular, um, I have ads because the way in which I make money for, you know, my time and energy and supplies and all of that, um, it's by you viewing my web page. So it goes by how many eyeballs are looking at my web page itself. Um, instead of, let's say, you see my web page, you print it, and you give it to your 50 closest friends. In that instance, I have one set of eyeballs looking at my website. Even though 50 people have seen my pattern, I'm only getting one set of eyeballs, and let's say that makes me $1. Whereas if 
this one first person puts their eyeballs on my website and then sends the link to 50 other closest friends or, you know, some way gets those 50 friends and all of their eyeballs on my website. Well, now that's $50 or $51 instead of the $1 and then we print and we share. Sharing it where I get more eyeballs on my website is going to compensate me a little bit further um, and get me to more of a point where I can provide more free content. So really it's not so much about making that income report number go up and up and up and, you know, all of a sudden I'm a tycoon. It's not so much that. It's more about the more eyeballs I get, the more compensated I am, which means that I can put more time into creating another free pattern for you guys. So the more eyeballs I get, the more free patterns come, and then from a business standpoint, that means that now I have time to do another free pattern. Well, that means more eyeballs and then another free pattern and then more eyeballs. And it all kind of rolls like that. Um, but, and then the way that I choose where my ads go, what kind of ads, the size of ads, all of that kind of stuff um, is basically just a matter of researching what performs well and tweaking as we go along. So whenever you have, ads, be it through Google AdSense, or if you're with an ad network, they can help you a lot with this. But even when I very first started my blog and I was managing all of my ads myself, um, there are analytics that can show you what ads perform differently and what, you know, certain ads will make you different amounts of money. So if there's an ad in your, the sidebar of the website under where it says, you know, my little about me and my picture, or if there's an ad within the content within the pattern, um, then those two ads are going to perform differently, earn different amounts of money, different amounts of eyeballs, all of that kind of stuff. And so then I can better decide what I want to keep, what I want to change, if I want to add anything, take away anything, um, and all of that kind of stuff. So I try to keep the ads as least intrusive as I can, but, you know, it, it kind of comes with the territory. When you're getting a pattern for free um, and there's absolutely no cost, to the reader, you may have to scroll past two or three ads in order to, you know, get that free content and that free pattern that you can use over and over and over again as many times as you'd like, and it will never cost a cent to you, but it's able to compensate me in a way that makes sense for me to be able to keep doing this business forever and keep providing more free patterns forever. Right. I love that. That's, that's, that's brilliant. I love that you're uh, able to explain that. In such a way, I think a lot of people understand, which is fantastic. I love this. Um, so let's oh, get to your design side. So this is going to be the part of the day where I'm super interested, and I'm interested in crochet <laughs> too. And I want to know, like, all right, so you're doing this. This is fantastic. But what is it that you like to make? What is your go-to? Like, what are your projects you like to make? What are what yarns do you like to use? Like, um, you know, what was the first thing you ever designed? Oh, geez. Let me think back. Well, the first thing that I ever designed, I mean, a lot of my early designs were I saw something online, a free pattern. I made it the way that it was written. And then I decided, well, I don't really like the shape of this. I want to add a row here, and I want to do this different stitch on this thing. So let's change all of that. And then I was like, well, this isn't the same thing it was originally, but it's kind of close. I don't know. I like that. That's how I like it. And so I kind of step stoned further and further 
you know, from the original thing that I, you know, I'd make that pattern a third time and a fourth time and I'd change something every time. And then eventually it got to where it didn't even resemble the thing it started as. Um, and that's when I kind of, when I was doing all that experimentation, it allowed me to understand how, you know, if I have a picture in my mind of something I want to make and I've never seen it before, how do I then, you know, poof, make it appear in my hands made out of yarn. I started to understand by manipulating other people's patterns, how to um, just form different shapes with yarn, how to pull things in, make things looser, you know, just anything, create different shapes, all of that. Um, and it was all just trial and error. I'd be like, well, let's do an increase round here and see what happens and pull that out. Cause that looks horrible. And, you know, it, it was just months and months of adjusting and readjusting and readjusting. And then eventually I started to sit down and kind of do my own thing. And I think that the first thing I probably did, um, that was completely on my own, geez, without any inspiration, was probably a crochet bear that I made, which was about halfway through my pregnancy. I had gotten my blog going a little bit, and I was just making baby everything. Um, and I crocheted a little amigurumi bear, and he had a little bow tie and little sleepy eyes. And I believe he's still on my blog. It was one of my very first posts. Um, but I love that thing, and I remember, you know, coming downstairs and showing my fiance, I made a bear for the baby. And he was like, fantastic. And we can buy a teddy bear at the store. And I was like, no, this is fantastic. I made a bear. So, you know, I was so excited about it and God bless him. He was excited for me, but I could tell by the look in his eye that he was like, it's a bear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, but he, he's sweet and supportive. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I started out with that and definitely when my blog started, it was a lot of baby things. Um, I created a little collection of like baby booties and a hat and a diaper cover, um, for my son, which is one of still the most popular, uh, posts on my blog is that little card called the Parker baby set. Um, and I named it after my son Parker. And of course he was born at 10 pounds and two ounces. So even though I had made that little set wow, for newborns, yeah. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah. Okay, keep going. <laughs> wow. So I I made I yeah I made that set for newborn sizing estimations, and he didn't fit in any of it. Yeah. <laughs> he came wow. out, you know, like a six month old. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. so it's it's funny that I created all of that, and it super popular on my blog and my baby never got to wear it but you know that's that's life that's how it goes that's all right um, but yeah yeah so uh so that was one of my first kind of fun things and in the beginning it was all baby stuff and then after I kind of got sick of making baby things and he came along and you know I started to venture out into different things I started doing a little bit of amigurumi I started doing some home decor kind of stuff and blankets and pillows and you know all of that kind of I just wanted to try everything because I was still even after my blog started and got going I was still a fairly new designer I hadn't been designing my own things for years and years um, so I was still like you know if I sat down and said I'm going to make a pillow it was probably one of the second or third pillows I'd ever designed on my own you know so it, you know I just kind of played with everything and now recently in the last six months or so I've been having a lot of fun with uh, different wearable projects so a lot of like sweaters and wraps and cardigans and kimonos and things like that um, because 
up until recently, honestly, a lot of my design work was very, very simple. I didn't, you know, play a lot with any shaping or, you know, fit or doing anything that had multiple sizes to it because as a designer, that takes a lot more planning, a lot more math. I'm sure you know, Marley, because you do a lot of this kind of stuff. It takes a lot of uh, brain power to design those kinds of things. Absolutely, it does. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the middle yeah. of all of it right now. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if you're watching Facebook Live, but like, like I'm I'm in the middle of blocking a swatch right now that I'm planning out for a knitted uh, Henley. And so I like I, I already did like the button placket to see how I wanted to have it made. I mean, it's just the planning process of that oh, stuff yeah. is, is intense, but you're doing a good job with it. Like I was looking at some of your wearables and I'm like, these are fantastic. You've done a fantastic job um, with these pieces. Um, so kudos to you. I think you're doing a good job. Um, I also, I when it comes to different yarns you like to use, what are, do you have a go-to yarn? Do you have a go-to fiber? Like what are, what are some of the things that you think about when it comes to yarn? Oh man. Well, I mean, I love it all. I'll start by saying that. There's, I've never picked up a yarn maybe once or twice of all the yarns that are on the market. And I've been like, you know, this isn't my thing and put it back. But for the most part, I like chunky. I like tiny. I like acrylic. I like wool. I like all of it. Um, and I'm so excited by all the different options that there are out there. Um, because really the sky's the limit and yarn companies are coming out with something new and different and a color you haven't seen and a fiber you haven't felt. Every time you turn around, there's, you know, five new things to try. And I just love that. I love that there's enough of a community behind knit and crochet and yarn arts in general that, you know, is fostering the kind of diversity that we get to see. And, you know, big brands are included in that, but a lot of small, you know, hand dyed companies and, uh, companies like We Are Knitters and Wool in the Gang and companies like that that are a bit more uh, specialty have tons of options too. And it's, it's just so much fun to try something new. But for me, I usually, if I'm using like a worsted weight yarn, my go-to is usually um, Lion Brand Vanna's Choice. And I think it's just because that's what I started using when I started crochet and when I made my first couple of amigurumi pieces that's what I used and so I've gotten very used to the feel of it and the way that it behaves and so when I know I need to design something with acrylic worsted weight in my mind I already think about okay well Vanna's performs like this so I can do this and this to make it look like you know x or whatever but uh, but I love trying new things, too. I recently worked with um, Red Heart, which you are very familiar with, um, and their new uh, Evermore yarn. And that stuff is beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I know. It is just, I know. Oh, I, I saw it online, and I was like, oh, pretty. And then I got it in person, and I was like, holy smokes. Right. It's incredible. like a – it's like a – I mean, like, when I work with it, I feel like it's, like, a chunky, unforgettable, like, but it's not, like, thick and thin. Like, it's just, I love it. I think mm-hmm. it's great. Like, I'm in the middle of designing a sweater with it right now. Like, I love it so much. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. And then I have my own yarn line coming out, so you're going to have to, I'll have to send you some so that way you can use it and blog about it, because it's pretty Oh, my it's, gosh, it's your own yarn awesome. line. That is, like, the dream right there. Oh, Good my Lordy. gosh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I know. It comes out at the, the like, the in November. I'm, it's supposed to be out, like, the first week of November, but it's Merino. It's 100% Merino. 
Oh, my goodness. That is going to be luxurious. As anything. Oh, <laughs> it's so oh, awesome. That is so exciting. Oh, I'll totally send you information. I'll, I'll totally send you some so you could try it out. And then maybe that'll yes, be your good definitely. Because <laughs> it's pretty go. awesome. There we Back go. Alive. Yeah, make a wearable with that. Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, I have man. a sweater. Um, and I'm totally getting off topic. I have a sweater that Jennifer Payank from A Crocheted Simplicity made with my yarn mm-hmm. for the yarn line. Oh, my gosh. When you guys see this sweater, it's crocheted. It's stunning. Everybody is like looking at this sweater. They're like, oh my gosh, that is so great. Cause you know, crochet tends to get a bad name sometimes, sometimes, especially mm-hmm. in garments, the world of garments. And so oh, yeah. she made this sweater that is, it is awesome. And I'm so excited for everybody to see it. So um, my point of telling you that is this yarn works really great with crocheted garments. So I'll have to send you some because you will love it. But oh, that uh, is yeah. awesome. Evermore, Evermore is so much fun to work with. Have you tried the the new like uh, stripes yarn that we have, like the with love stripes? Oh, yeah, with... the... mm-hmm. yeah, those are yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. That stuff is beautiful too. I like it a it's, lot. I, like I mean, I mean, what's not to love almost... about yarn? That's what I'm saying. I mean, because I get this question a lot too. Like, what's your favorite yarn? And I'm like. Well, I mean, that's like trying to ask me my favorite movie. I mean, how does anyone choose one? Um, right. I suppose if you have your own yarn line, though, that would take it take the cake right there. Just a little bit, just a little bit. I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty yeah. excited, but I, I am just like you. Oh, I have yeah. a huge fascination with yarn, I and mean, that's why the podcast is called mm-hmm. Yarn Thing. It's because it's not about the craft I'm using the yarn in. It's literally the the yarn itself. It's there's something about it when it's in my hands that. I mean, just the possibilities are, I mean, just, I love it. I love it so much. I love, I just, I love There's, doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am with you, girl. Cause I, I, I've said before the, like the squishability factor, just it like, it's, I don't, there's no, there's nothing like that feeling when you just get a brand new crisp ball of yarn in your hands and it just feels all squishy and warm and delicious. And, oh man, it is just some, a feeling like no other. You're a girl after my own heart. Where do you live? <laughs> um, South Florida, unfortunately. Oh. It's oh, like goodness. 100 degrees here still. Oh, awful, awful. Well, uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to make this work uh, about getting together sometime because you, are, you, are you and I are just like this right here. Um, <laughs> it's the time <laughs> of the show that we give away a prize. Uh, we give away a couple of prizes, one to somebody who calls in live for the broadcast and somebody who leaves a comment on the show notes. And um, you have some prizes to give away today. Do you want to tell them what it is? Yes, I do. I am giving away a box of free Happy Yarn Mail shipped to you um, completely, completely free to try it out um, for each person. So one for the comment and one for a caller. So I can't wait for you guys to try it um, and check it out. This month is going to be really fun. I'm in the middle of putting them all together right now, and I'm really excited for it. That is so cool. Awesome. So sit back for a second, Ashley. I'm going to talk for a bit. Okay. So you get, to, you get to take a breather. Um, so, hey, everybody, as you know, um, or maybe this is your first time listening to the Yarn Thing podcast with Marley Bird. Welcome. We are glad you are here. On the podcast, we always give away prizes to the listeners. Yes, that's right. You always get prizes. Um, usually we give a prize to somebody who calls in live during the broadcast, and then we give a prize away to somebody who leaves a comment on the show notes. So for those of you listening live to the show today, go ahead, pick up your phone and give us a call. We don't bite, I promise. The guest call-in number is 
347-539-5589. What happens is you get placed into the switchboard over here on Blog Talk Radio, and all I see are a bunch of phone numbers and a bunch of people on hold. And so what will happen is um, Ashley will tell me how, when to randomly stop scrolling through all of these numbers, and whoever we land on will be the lucky winner. So we're going to give you time to pick up the phone and, and call in with that. And if you're not listening live, as I mentioned, there is still a chance for you to win as well. The show notes for today's podcast are already up over on MarleyBird.com. If you go to MarleyBird.com and click on show notes or the blog and find the show notes for today's show with Sorella, um, Ashley Kaiser, you will um, read a brief synopsis of things we talked about, including links and um, maybe some images. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see where you can leave a reply or leave a comment. And that's what I want you to do is leave a reply or leave a comment. That includes a keyword that Ashley is going to give us here in just a couple minutes, okay? Um, So when she gives us the keyword, that's what you want to make sure you enter in the comment section. And I want to remind you that you have to leave your comment on the show notes for this show because we love your comments on Facebook. We love your comments on Ravelry. We love your comments, you know, on the different pages or whatever we're, we're a part of on the Facebook live here. But to be entered for a chance to win, you must leave your comment on the show notes for today's show because we go back to those show notes about two to three weeks after the original air date, randomly select a winner from those comments, and that's how we choose a winner, okay? So they have to be over there on those comments. And hey, while you're there at the Marley Bird uh, website, why don't you go ahead and click around and, you know, check out some of the free patterns there. You never know, there might be something there you like. Um, So for example, as far as choosing a winner, uh, several weeks ago, we've had, you know, there's been a lot of travel. So when I travel, I don't do a podcast. But several weeks ago, we had Tracy Pusher, I forgot, I, I still am terrible at saying her name, from Dimensional Tuck Knitting Book. If you remember that, that book is phenomenal absolutely amazing you need to get it trust me it's so good and um she's giving away a copy of the book her keyword was tuck it and so we are looking at the comment winners and caitlin randomly selected a winner who is uh suzanne so suzanne's comment was i also love the look of smocking i use it on hats for preemies i would I would be very eager to get my hands on this book to see what other textures and designs are possible when you tuck it for the chat. And Suzanne Bai is um, the first part of her email address. So um, those of you um, who have put your name in there who are Suzanne, that's the one we're talking about. We'll actually email Suzanne after the podcast. But congratulations, Suzanne. You're the lucky winner of the book, Dimensional Tuck Knitting. You will absolutely love it. I'm on Facebook Live, so people are seeing you, just letting you know. Um, That's my daughter. She is uh, here because it's fall break. It's awesome, right? So um, that is the lucky winner of uh, the book from Dimensional Tech Knitting. And for the lucky winner of a free box of Happy Yarn Mail, Ashley, what is their keyword? The keyword is sprinkled. Sprinkled. And where did that come from? The all happy yarn mail boxes, um, the outside of the box to get you excited about what's inside is covered in rainbow sprinkles. So it's kind of like a fun little party on the doorstep there. 
That's fantastic. I love it. Sprinkled is your keyword, you guys. So make sure you include that in your comment for your chance to win your free uh, Happy Yarn Mailbox. And those of you who are interested in getting the Happy Yarn Mailbox regardless, you want to check out sorella.com. And at the top of the page, it says Happy Yarn Mail. And uh, you can click on that and get more information there as well. All right. So, Ashley. I am over here back to the switchboard. You have 18 callers, so a lot of shy people today. They don't want to call in. Um, that's all right. We got some good ones here. So somebody is going to be a lucky winner of this wonderful prize from you. So what I'm doing is I'm scrolling up and down all of the phone numbers. You tell me when to stop. Wherever my uh, cursor is, that will be the lucky winner. Okay. Go ahead and stop. All right. So I stop there. That is 940. I'm going to click on this. Area code 940. Hello? Are you there? 940882. Hi, what's your name? Hi. Donna Lucia. Hi, Donna Lucia. Where are you calling from? Uh, Chesterfield, Missouri. Oh, very cool. Well, hello from Missouri. Um, Donna, say hi to Ashley. Hello. Hey, how are you, Donna? Donna, have you had a um, subscription box before from anybody? No. No, so this will be your first. Oh, you got a virgin there, Ashley. Oh, great. I'm so excited for you to get it, Donna. I hope you love it. It'll be a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. I was, I was looking at your thing on online, actually, thinking about joining. See, there you go. So you get oh, a, good. the first one to be a trial for you, and then you're going to fall in love, and you will have to join. Oh, well, thank yeah, you perfect. very much. <laughs> so, Donna, to get your prize, what I need you to do is email the podcast. And what I, it's winner at yarnthingpodcast.com. Winner okay. at yarnthingpodcast.com. And, uh, Ashley, I'm assuming you need her mailing address and phone number? Yes, please. All right. So, Donna, if you email me, we'll get that information sent over to Ashley, and uh, your uh, happy yarn mailbox will be in, in the, the mail to you as soon as possible. All right. Thank you very much. Hey, congratulations. Thanks, Thanks for so listening. Much. Thank you. So much fun. I love giving away prizes. Um, one last too. question for you, because, you know, this is our first date, and it's fun to, to ask all these questions. But where does the name come from, Sorella? It, I decided to make up a word because all of the blog name ideas that I had were taken. <laughs> I had several ideas. I had several ideas and apparently I'm late to the party because I was trying to find one that wasn't taken, like, you know, for social media purposes and all of that. I didn't want, you know, Marley Bird 2.0. Um, <laughs> on my Instagram handle. So I I was like, well, I'm not having any luck with, you know, thinking of a name, so I'm just going to make up a word, and, you know, there it is. The rest is history. I mushed sewing and Cinderella together, and there you go, Sorella. I love it. I love it so much. Well, Ashley, I have had a wonderful first day. I would love to have a second one sometime. So whenever you have yes, anything definitely. Why don't you just give us, give us a, drop us a line, let us know. We'll have you back on the show to talk about what's happening in your world. Yeah, definitely. And I can't wait to try your new yarn line. Congrats again on that. That's so amazing. Thank you. Seriously, I would love to send you some. So let me know. Yes, definitely. I'd love to try it. 
All right, cool. Awesome. All right, Ashley. Um, we will talk to you again soon, but um, until then, if people want to find you online, would they just look up Sorella everywhere? Look up Sorella everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, you know, my blog is Sorella.com. And also for anyone who's interested in happy yarn mail, um, there is a coupon code and we open happy yarn mail every month um, on the first of the month. Boxes go up for sale until they sell out. We usually sell out somewhere in the first week. So boxes will be up for sale again on the 1st of November because we've already sold out for October. Um, and you can just go to happyyarnmail.com. And when you go to check out, if you enter the code MarleyBird, all one word, you will get a cute little discount. Oh, well, cool. Thank you. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, discount? definitely. MarleyBird discount. <laughs> Hopefully they use it. <laughs> Hopefully they take advantage of that. That would be awesome. Well, thank you for that, yes, my definitely. friend. definitely. All right. Well, this of has course. been so much fun. I have seriously, I loved learning more about you. I have now liked your page, liked your group, and uh, I'm going to learn more about you even in the future. I'm going to be a stalker now. So see, this is what happens. This is the risk of meeting somebody on the internet. I have now asked you all the yep. questions and now I'm going to stalk you. <laughs> well, I'm fine. I'm fine with you stalking me, Marley. Okay. I'm, I'm all about it. All right, cool. All right, Ashley, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, bye, hon. Bye-bye. So much fun talking to Ashley Kaiser from Sorella, you guys. I do want to remind you, because I notice a lot of you using the keyword over here on Facebook Live, remember that keyword must be placed on the show notes for today's show, which can be found over at marleybird.com. If you think that you have entered for a chance to win a copy, or not a copy, entered to win um, the Happy Yarn Mail, it is not an entry if you have used it here on Facebook Live. You must put it in the show notes. Um, there will be a link to it pin to the Facebook live. I'll make sure Caitlin does that for sure. Um, I'm just mentioning it again because I want to uh, make sure all of you have a chance to enter and get this fabulous prize. Isn't she so um, fantastic and such an inspiration? I'm really, I'm really um, proud of her for taking that step and, and just, you know, how awesome to be taking control of your life and be able to handle all of that. Just, at such a young age, I wish I had been that wise back then, but it took me, it took me some years to get that wise. That's all right though. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Thank you for joining me today on this fabulous Friday, the 13th. Uh, hopefully we won't have any issues next week when I have a wonderful show on Tuesday. And if I remember correctly, I'm going to come and confirm before I do, it is confirmed. So you guys ready for this? I, I am beyond excited about Tuesday's guest because I've been a fan of hers for a while, but Heidi May from the Velvet Acorn is coming on the show. That's right. The lady who has made all those wonderful, super cute crochet designs that her daughter models, that is, they're just stunning. She's coming on the show. It's the first time she's been on the show. I really hope you guys will join me and give her a warm welcome and let's learn all about Heidi and let's, um, like, see how she got started with this and, and all of that good stuff. Uh, the following week, we will not have a podcast on Tuesday. It will actually be moved to Monday, the 23rd, because I'm traveling on Tuesday to go back to Charlotte to meet up with Red Heart. But on Monday, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world is joining me on the podcast. Selena Baca is um, coming on the podcast Monday, the 23rd. You aren't going to want to miss that. 
it's always a fun time when Selena joins me here on the podcast. I love that lady. She's pretty darn fantastic. But um, I feel like I made a new friend today. Don't you guys feel like you made a new friend? I hope you will go over and uh, like the Sorella Facebook page, uh, follow her blog, and maybe sign up for her newsletter. Until then, I really hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Let's put our exit music. Thank you so much to Buffalo Wool Company, Creative Bug, Erin Lane Bags, Crafty.com, Stitches.Events, and Red Heart Yarns, where I'm the proud national spokesperson. Thanks to all of you for sponsoring the Yarn Thing podcast, and thanks to all of you for listening to the show today. I really appreciate it, and I will catch you next Tuesday. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.